The following is audio from The Refuge Church. Every sermon is an invitation to understand, obey, and enjoy God. More information about The Refuge Church is available at therefugechurch.us. Good morning, Refuge Church. Come on in. Grab a seat. It is, uh, it's wonderful to be with you this morning. It is Memorial Day and, uh, or Memorial Weekend. And want to make mention of that, very important. Memorial Weekend, Memorial Day is a time to remember those who have fallen, um, those who have served this country and fallen in service. And uh, oftentimes with these things, with the day off, right, we get very wrapped up in, in our barbecues and our travels and everything. Um, so <clears throat> one way to be thoughtful about Memorial Day is not to say Happy Memorial Day. Uh, it is not a happy day. It is a time where we remember um, loss. And so I encourage you this, this weekend to take time to do that. Um, we enjoy our freedom because people have given their lives for it, and that is very significant. Um, I'm sure many of us have family members who um, who uh, served or have died in service, so um, take time to do that. It is really uh, fun to be here with you today singing uh, the fifth Sundays. Uh, I put together a little group, and this is my first time getting to sing with Abby. And the first time playing with my mom probably in a year. And uh, yeah, great. I love clapping, guys. It's, it's fun. Uh, and then Vern. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Elliot, my son. He's like, my dad's a rock star. Uh, so it's so wonderful to be with you. I'm going <laughs> to. He just thinks this is the best day ever. Uh, I'm going to read, um, there's this little book called In Touch, and it, as it looks, it's probably from the 70s or 60s, and it, it puts together different verses. It kind of compiles uh, verses on a theme, and I love the theme for today. I'm going to start our time with that. <laughs> uh, it, is, um, it starts with kind of a, a flashback, or, or you kind of see the story of the prodigal son uh, coming home and the father's response, and then verses that go along with that. And um, oftentimes, coming on a Sunday morning feels like that return home, uh, it, especially if we allow our hearts to go there, right? To to think of ourselves going to the Father to spend time with Him, to worship Him, and um, and so I invite you to do that this morning. As I read this, we pray and then we sing together. We sing. For many reasons, um, you know, one of those reasons is we often don't know how to put into words exactly how we feel about God. We're like, man, God, you're amazing, or I'm feeling this. And song is the only art form that changes the chemistry of our brains. It literally, while we're singing, it's doing something in there. And so um, God really made this way for us to express things we don't know how to express otherwise. So let me read this. I'll pray for us, and then we'll, we'll sing together. 
He returned home to his father, and while he was still a long distance away, his father saw him coming and was filled with loving pity and ran and embraced him and kissed him. He is merciful and tender towards those who don't deserve it. God is slow to get angry and full of kindness and love. He never bears a grudge nor remains angry forever. He has not punished us as we deserve for all our sins, for his mercy towards those who fear and honor him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far away from us as the east is from the west. He is like a father to us, tender and sympathetic to those who reverence him. And so we should not be like cringing, fearful slaves, but we should behave like God's very own children adopted into the bosom of his family and calling to him, Father, Father. For his Holy Spirit speaks to us deep in our hearts and tells us that we really are his children. Though you once were far away from God, now you have been brought very near to him because of what Jesus has done for you with his blood. Now you are no longer strangers to God and foreigners to heaven, but you are members of God's very own family, citizens of God's country, and you belong in God's household with every other Christian. Pray with me. God, this morning, prepare our hearts. And you are merciful. Oftentimes we don't know how to approach you because we are nervous about coming to you again <laughs> with our hearts full oftentimes of confusion or not sure what to say and you run to us. Your heart is tender to us. We thank you for that. Help us sing. Help us enjoy you today. Amen. Uh, this first song, we're just going to sing a cappella for the most part and uh, invite you to sing it as a declaration of who God is. <laughs> and holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, Uh, 
singing if you would like to be prayed for uh, Jake who's one of the elders of the church uh, is in back and he would love to pray with you the splendor of the king clothed in majesty let all the earth rejoice all the earth rejoice yeah. But he wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide And trembles at his voice Trembles at his voice How great is our God Sing with me How great is our God and all will see how great, how great is our God. Oh, age to age he stands, and time is in his hands.
powerful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is, nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. So, um, I'm going to share a poem with you guys that I wrote. Um, I just got back from a semester at Bible College, and I took a class about theology. It was a theology class, but it was called The Attributes of God, and we basically just studied who God is. And then for our final project, we had to pick an attribute and do some kind of art form to express it, which was felt impossible because if you know anything about God, his attributes are incomprehensible. He's not like us. So um, this poem, it's about, it's about God's eternality, the fact that he's eternal. And I really just kind of had to focus on the fact that I can't comprehend that, but that somehow we've been invited to participate in that. Um, so what that looks like for us as finite beings to know an eternal God and what that means for our eternity. So... Um, yeah. In the beginning, all but fresh. Time was new. It marked and measured goodness. Our boundaries held abundance. Our, de our delight held eternity. In the goodness we came wrapped in, did the hours fail us or did we fail them? As our time goes to entropy, we rage against the fettering end. The Eden doubt is a ticking clock. A famine of time, we wander in a desert. The present is a prison, we are hemmed in by bars. The time we eat doesn't nourish, and the time we save doesn't keep. The Lord called a fast on time at every mark of seven. The Sabbath is his invitation to eat on his timetable. He calls our burdened bodies to rest on a promise. The fullness of time dawns. He comes wrapped in swaddling clothes. By his grace, our soul comes to know him. He is the redeemer of broken clockwork. Brimming with sovereignty, he nods at eternity. We stand in the midst of time, in the almost but the not yet. Praising through beginnings and ends, we work and keep and grow. Eternity is set in our hearts. We breathe with breathless waiting. We hold an invitation in our hand to the feast of time. There we will sit with our maker, perfect and worthy. All along, time was a blessed tool shaping us for eternity. And this verse shaped this poem a lot. Actually, I didn't really know, I wasn't sure it was in scripture, but then when I looked, it was there. And I was like, wow, that really is true. And it, it's 1 John 2.25, and it says, and this is what he promised us, eternal life.
as we keep singing, <clears throat> and you guys are great, uh, feel free to stand or sit. Or um, Sometimes when I'm in a group singing, I like just listening to, you know, this isn't about us. Uh, this is about a time to connect with God. So I invite you to do that. I come in simplicity, longing for purity, to worship you in spirit and truth, only you. Lord, strip it all away till only you remain. And I'm coming back to my first love, only you. You're the
singing a different song that started with thou when I said thou <laughs> <clears throat> which we could sing that one too <laughs> Lifter of my 
continue. <clears throat> if you haven't figured out, this is a Sunday where we're singing. Um, we're not going to have any longer sermon today, but I wanted to share. <clears throat> also, as you can tell, I don't sing as much anymore. In my head, so <clears throat> well, I'll just be croaking out by the end. It'll be great. Um, there's a story in the Bible when I think of um, memorials that um, is powerful to me. And I remember when we were doing uh, Read read Scripture, and uh, it was this app we did through the course of a year. And as a church, for an entire year, we read the Bible, and then we chose a, a place in that week's reading to preach from. And so it just kind of uh, took us uh, over the, the course of an entire year. And it was really beautiful as a church to not just walk through it together, um, but choose these different passages, some challenging, some, I remember uh, going through Proverbs 3, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, or Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and these, these things we hear a lot in being able to preach on them, and sometimes we neglect those ones because they are so, so common. Anyway, in the course of that, I got to preach on Joshua as they enter into the promised land and uh, <clears throat> there's this time where it, miraculously they the the priests go first and they they step into the Jordan River and the Jordan River parts back so all the people can walk through and and as they walk through uh, when they get to the other side before the river closes up again they place 12 stones in the heart of the river. Now, the water comes soon rushing back over these rocks. Um, some, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Thank you, Jara. She's bringing me water. I appreciate that. <laughs> and so these rocks, this memorial, won't be seen. The Jordan River is this massive, over a mile wide at this this part of the river and so it's this memorial really that god will remember and the people who've experienced it will remember but no one else will ever see this memorial and i think oftentimes um we go around just seeing or considering what is visible yet god has in so many in all of our lives made these hidden memorials, these pillars of rocks that the river washes back over, and no one can see, but we know this thing God has done. We know God has brought us this far. And it's very hard to know how to talk about those memorials in our lives, the ones that are hidden, the ones that the, the water is over. And we can't say, look, because it's where? It's hidden. It's hidden in our hearts. It's hidden in our lives and our memory. And so as this weekend, we celebrate Memorial Day, uh, celebrate the lives of those that were given. Um, I also want you to consider the memorials God has placed in your life that 
not only can the people around you not see, but maybe because you can't visibly see them, you've forgotten them. Things God has done and the water is rushed back over. Um, as we keep singing, uh, maybe pray and say, God, will you remind me the things you've done, the amazing truths that you've instilled in my life, the wow moments that if I shared with somebody, they maybe wouldn't believe me because <laughs> it's something between me and you and the waters rushed back over that. So invite you to remember those things God has done and hidden in your heart as we keep singing. <clears throat> Yeah. 
I wanna be where you are. 